No music? <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another You Are Here. Um, I'm smiling because I'm excited to be filming this one today, but also trigger warning emotional because this one is gonna be vulnerable, which I I think I've talked about this before, but that was a part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast anyways, because I think I have a really difficult time, um, you know, dealing with how I feel about things, like in the sense that I know how I feel about them. But I think when I begin talking about them, it just makes it more real. So I love to deflect. I love to be funny. I love to talk about things I still do care about, but not in the same way the things that like hurt my feelings, if that makes any sense. But today we are talking about something that does kind of hurt my feelings sometimes. And, um, you know, if you're listening to this on like, you know, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, the title is Forever Single or Forever Alone. I'm still workshopping what I'm going to call it. Probably alone, though. I like the drama. Um, because that's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about relationships and just walking through that, walking through relationships slash lack thereof. Um, and yeah, so I just kind of wanted to have an open dialogue about all of this just because I think it's such a, a it's a part of your 20s that, you know, whether it's happening to you or it's happening to people around you, it's just a part of your life um, in different ways. And, you know, all of that can impact your life, your, your self image. It can impact your relationships, your friendships, um, for in negative and positive ways. So, um, I just wanted to have an open chat about all of that because it really is a lot. Um, so let's start this off by talking about my experiences. <laughs> um, right. So in terms of relationships, I've never had one. Um, for context, I'm 25 years old. I was homeschooled and, uh, yeah, I just feel like all those things are relevant information. Um, and also make me feel better. So I don't feel extremely unlovable. And I mean that as a joke, please don't feel bad for me. Um, but anyways, I, uh, yeah, just never really had any relationship experience. Like I said, I think the context is useful because honestly, I didn't really have a, a lot of, uh, chances to be, I suppose. Um, I also started college when I was like in high school still. So even like in a, in a normal setting where like that could happen organically, I was still like too young. So I was just like the young kid in my college classes, which was totally fine. Um, and I did prefer because I went to a little community college to start and yeah, I didn't really want, I was happy. I didn't have to participate in whatever the heck that was going on there. Um, but yeah, so I think a lot of my like romantic encounters or like instances um were just kind of like they all kind of flopped. Um I you know when I was in high school I had like guys I had crushes on or whatever whatever and they were just like just immature like dumb little boys, which is totally fine. Um but you know, I definitely I think for also like in my immaturity of being a, a dumb little girl. Um I was just, you know, taken taken, you know, for a ride or whatever. And like, I would just think that something could happen and like it never would. And like, I would just spiral, um, which let me talk about that for a second, because ladies, our brains are far too advanced. Okay. Like 
like whatever we think AI can do right now, our brains were doing it from the beginning of time. Okay. And that's what's so scary because let me tell you the amount of, of AI generated scenarios that I came up from my own noggin is insane about these like dumb little boys that I thought, you know, had a crush on me or whatever. So I just want to put that out there. Like watch out for yourself because you really can play yourself in these situations. And, um, yeah, you know, I think, I think the best advice that I've ever learned. And if you're younger and you're listening to this best advice I can give you is like, if someone likes you, you'll know, like, that's it. Don't, that's what I would, I wish I could tell little Danny. Like if he liked you, you'd know. Um, and you don't have to make up all these like stupid little scenarios. Um, or like make much of little things that literally don't mean anything. So if you like, so you'll know, and that sucks. Um, so yeah, that's all I really want to say about that, but experiences and my lack thereof. So yeah, anyways, did that, went to, um, real big girl college. I didn't live. I went to university of North Texas at Dallas for a little bit. And, um, I didn't live on campus. I would just drive there for my classes and I hated that experience. So I really wasn't there to make friends. I wasn't there to be best friends with anybody. I wasn't there to like chat or anything. So that was pretty much my experience there. So went there for a little bit. Didn't really, wasn't in the vibe to make friends. I was just really like clocking in, clocking out, if you know what I mean. Um, so that was kind of like, didn't, I didn't do anything, didn't try anything there. And then I went to Hillsong College when I, in uh, 2018. So that was really like where I was like, oh, maybe that could, something could happen there. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Pretty much the exact same narrative followed me there of just uh, like, well, I think I, I grew up a little bit. So obviously I wasn't in high school anymore. I wasn't being stupid, as stupid. Um, But yeah, it was again, just the same thing. It was just always like, Guys who had little crushes, didn't do anything about it. I didn't do anything about it. Um, I just liked having, I loved having like guy friends and everything. And that's kind of as far as it went. Um, I don't know. I think I, I've, a lot of my life I've lived in specifically like relationships, um, feeling like, um, I don't know, feeling, feeling like I should, or like, I should try harder in the sense that like, I'm not really putting myself out there in, in, you know, in one stent, in one sense. And then in another sense, I feel like, like if he wanted to, he would, which is probably like unfair <laughs> to, which I understand is unfair. Uh, the standard that I have in my head is, is unrealistic and I acknowledge, and I know that. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I think I, I've always kind of felt like that. And then uh, on the other side, like the way that this, I think has affected the way I think about relationships now is, um, I think I just find myself feeling like, um, like second choice. I think like guys that, I don't know, it, you know what it feels like? It feels like meeting a guy and being like, Oh, they're so great. Like maybe I could like them. And then next week they're like, Oh, I'm dating this girl a week later. They're like, you know, I think I love her. <laughs> You're like sick. Um, that's kind of how it feels like. And another way it feels like is whenever you find a really cool band and you're like, I know they're going to blow up. And then, uh, and then like, you know, a week later they're topping the charts and all these other things. And you're like, well, glad, glad I knew. And then you can't really like, you know, you just lose, lose all of the, 
the clout that you had of like nobody knows them. They're so sick. I don't know. That's kind of that's how I think about it. And yeah. So I feel like, you know, you I have lived with those feelings of feeling like Taylor Swift also said it once. I remember it was like an interview saying that she feels like she's the girl that guys meet before they meet the love of their life. And I have never identified with something more. And I feel like that. Um, and I, and I've had a few instances where I feel like I meet guys and like they, we hit it off and they like, like who I am, but I'm just like never enough to like want to be in a relationship with, which honestly sucks. Like that feeling is horrible. And also like being real, it's not true, right? Like no guy has ever looked me in the eyes and said like, I just don't think you're enough to be in a relationship with. It's just, again, my brain generating all of this false information uh or false um uh what is that what do they call it on the news like um what not fake news that's like lame but the other one it's it's like um well false information yeah but there's something else misinformation that's what it is it's misinformation and like your my brain is just making all of this up um and it's really hard because I am like such a realist to my core. I am like, but which actually maybe that's not true considering what I just said about making up narratives. But okay, <laughs> okay, this is a this was great because in my notes I said I needed to talk about tension, and this is the tension. The tension is of wanting to be a hopeless romantic and wanting to imagine that someone is like so swept up in who you are as a person, and the other side of me is like no guy has ever said that. Therefore, no guy ever will believe that or believes that. So yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a tough spot to be in ladies. Um, and gentlemen, you know, if there's a guy listening to this and you're waiting for, for the girl for you, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just a tough spot to be in, to be waiting, to be living, you know, to also want this, like, I don't know, romance. It's just tough. Um, and I think the other part of, for me being like, really, I've been single my whole life. Like I've never had a boyfriend. I've never had a guy interested in me. I've never had a guy like text me romantically. Like none of that's ever happened. Um, and so I think that has done for me two things. It's, it's, um, placed a lot of, because I've had so much time and also so much experience watching my friends go through relationships and honestly them not going too well um because I've watched that I've really like I feel I in a way I feel like a detective a scientist um and I feel like um I am e extracting the, you know the things that I see in their relationships that you know I could adopt or maybe like a tweak a little for whenever I'm in a relationship. But anyways, all this information really just has given me a lot of new, um, context and like standards essentially for like what I would look for in a partner. And so all of that really does also then create a harder situation when it comes to looking for a partner. Um, I, uh, if you can't tell in this whole podcast, I tend to be quite like, I don't know, I suppose like analytical in the sense that I really like to think deeply about my relationships, about my life, about my friendships, um, and like really what the, the meaning of things. 
And so in terms of like a relationship and like meeting a guy, for me, I find that very difficult to like meet a stranger on the internet or like get a dating app. Um, just one, it's like the safety of it all really freaks me out. Sorry if you hear my dogs barking in the background. Oh, sick. Um, and, um, so it creates that, like, uh, again, another tension to live in is I feel the need to, like, n- I, it sounds so, like, but I really do feel like I'm the kind of person that I need to meet someone organically or meet someone through friends or meet someone in, like, a more traditional way, which, um, again, is maybe pretty ridiculous just because of the time and like day and age that we live in and the way that it's so normal to meet people online and to meet people, you know, through apps and stuff. Um, for me, I just feel like, um, the, like, I, I don't know. It's like too much of a wild card. It's just like getting those, like the pick your own adventure cards in Uno. It It's just too much. It's like too many possibilities, too many things could happen, could not happen. And, um, I don't know, even though there's like, there's like a no pressure situation. I think, um, I think going into someone's life without any context and then also that happening to you, them coming into your life without any context is just very daunting to me. Um, in a way that just does make me feel very like unsettling. And I, and I'm not sure why, I don't know, maybe I should unpack that in therapy or something. Um, which I also understand that to some degree, all relationships, even if you meet within the same context, it's still going to be that. But I think there's like something for me that feels comforting to know that at least this person knows a little bit about you because you have one thing in common, whether that's a friend or an activity or um, church or something. I feel like that helps me feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, so yeah, that's just like a part of this journey that I'm still going through. Um, and, and yeah, why dating apps kind of freak me out. Um, but back to my whole having a lot of time to think about relationships. So yeah, I think, I think having all this time to really see these relationships play out in real time. Um, and also think about the future that I would like to have with someone eventually, because it's very abstract right now. Um, I think it, it does then make it harder to then see people because, um, like it's different. It's different when you don't know what you're getting into, if that makes any sense. Ignorance, I guess, is bliss in this kind of context. Um, and yeah, like I wish I could say something like, like I, I don't know that like I'm, I'm willing to give people a shot no matter where they're at and like blah, blah, blah. And I think that is so true in the context of like friendship. I've, I have plenty of friends and like guy friends that are just like, we're all works in progress. So I think I have a lot of grace for that in that. But I think when in terms of a relationship, um, I just know who I am doesn't have a lot of bandwidth to like, uh, grow someone up from scratch. It, you know, to put it plainly, I, and seeing those relationships happen in real time and then also like unhappen in real time has given me a lot of that context because I've also seen my friends be like, got, like dragged through the mud by this, you know, boyfriend that they are in love with, but they're literally having to teach him like how to be considerate and things like that, that to me, I feel like 
I'm not going to, I always say this to my friends, but like, I'm not going to raise a husband and I'm not going to teach, I'm not going to teach a boy how to be a man. Like I just, that's not my role. And, um, I know I have no patience for that and no time that too. Um, and so I, so again, then that makes the dating process or finding someone to be, you know, some, some like potential, it does make it a little bit harder because now I know that that's not what I want. So I'm sure I'm not the only person that's experiencing this as well. So I just thought this would be such a cathartic episode for me and for everybody to just know that like you're not alone in this. And maybe you haven't been single your whole life. That's totally chill. But maybe you've been single for a long time or you've been single for longer than you're used to or you've just um or maybe you've just gone through a breakup. Like all of those all of these things are a part of the journey of relationships and and romantic relationships and and figuring out what you want and what you don't want and what you have the bandwidth and the threshold for in terms of a relationship. And um that's the other thing that I think is really unique is that like no relationship is the same and it shouldn't be. There isn't a recipe. There isn't anything um, to follow. And there isn't like a quick guide to find the love of your life. It's literally just choosing choosing to give someone a chance, choosing to um, be better for each other every single day. Um, and like I'm saying, like I said, like, I don't have much of experience in this, but I've seen people do relationships excellently and I've seen people do relationships terribly. And, um, with all of that, that's what I've deduced is that it's a choice, whether you're dating, whether you're, um, married, um, and, um, and also whether you're like still hoping for that to happen like me it's still a choice. It's a choice to continue believing the best about other people, but also believing the best about yourself and not being like so hard on yourself for no reason. Um, the other thing that I think is a really, this is an annoying part of this whole journey that is like, that just makes you so annoyed. And I was thinking about this earlier today about how, like, I am so, I am so like pro girl pro, like, like, you know, feminist like i i think women are amazing i think um i think women are capable of so 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 much and i i love to be a woman i love you know women achieving things and being successful and things like that however one thing that i've noticed the longer i've been single is like this cinderella syndrome kind of like creeping in and um and it and maybe not Cinderella, maybe that's a bad one. Maybe it's more like Rapunzel. <laughs> this Rapunzel syndrome creeping in and just thinking like one day when I can get out of here and and get married and get a husband like he'll basically be the answer to my problems. And problems that that you know is subjective, but I think in my life it's like I see my friends who get in couples and then all of a sudden they have like couple friends. And like, I don't know, to me, as I've seen it for the past 25 years, is I just feel like couples have like a, not like a secret society, but it is kind of a little bit like a secret society. Like it just feels like, um, like once you get a boyfriend or you get a spouse, it's just like you're unlocked to like all these different new activities and like friend groups and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, you can bring your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And that is just like so weird to me. And I don't think about anything else in my life like that. Like I don't think about anything else in my life. Like there is 
a like like there's like a a bouncer at the door, you know, and and I need to have like another person's presence or like validation or acceptance or approval or whatever to get through the door. Everything else in my life, I'm so like, I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting in dark, cold, dusty cellar waiting for somebody to come and set me free. You know, that's really how I think about my, the rest of my whole life, except for when it comes to stuff like this and like where I just feel like, um, like I need that, which is so, so strange to me. And again, I think it's just a part of like, um, of those things that like aren't true, but the, you know, the brain the the brain is just AI generating all of this false content that isn't real and like just making up all these, you know, worlds. But I, I feel like this pressure though is not just me. I think it's, I think it's like a universal unspoken kind of thing. And, um, even things like in my life, like, I don't know, like things in my life that are like funny and normal, like, oh, I'm never going to learn about, you know, x thing because like i'm never gonna learn how to like set up a, a a wi-fi router or like learn how to um i don't know like how to how to change my oil because like one day a, a man will come and fix it and and you know not to say that like you know those aren't like actual skills or like trades that you can just call someone up for but again i think it's just the fact of like defaulting and at the same time, another tension to present is the fact that, like, like even whoever that guy is doesn't necessarily mean that they know how to do that either. Or, like, I don't know. Um, so it's just, it's just, like, a whole a lot of things, obviously. And I think about this. I was thinking about this a lot today because I was thinking about recording this. So, um, I don't know. It's just so strange to me that I feel like that syndrome has, like, recently just will just randomly get louder in certain days and certain other days. Um, but again, another helpful reminder that it's just not true. It's another thing. It's like, um, I think it's just becomes easier to like, think of a reality that is like, not so in the distant future, hopefully. But again, it's like, but you also don't know. So it just, it's so much more comforting, comforting to like think about the future with someone than to actually think about having to like empower yourself to just do it all alone your whole life, which in that sense, like, yeah, it does make sense why you would want to do that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's something else that I've been thinking about. It's really great. Really great. So sorry if you were tuning in today and thought you were going to get a funny story time or like <laughs> it's something that makes you happy because <laughs> this one's this one kind of sucks um yeah the last note that I have in my notebook is feeling unlovable so maybe we'll just like keep it light on this one <laughs> um but look that really is I think just the bottom line is I think the longer that you're single and stuff like that it does just feel like a such an impossible feat to find someone that like would genuinely like I don't know want you um and it's so strange because like I think most women that I know that are single and like stuff like that they're not failing in their lives like they have incredible things going for them incredible futures amazing friends wonderful family like 
all these amazing things going for them. And it's like this one puzzle piece. And I think the challenge for me, at least, has just been like knowing that my life is whole with everyone that I have. And then like I actually won't be alone for my whole life. Right. Like I have incredible people. But even if I am, like, I'll actually be okay. And I think that's a really, like, complicated, tough um, place to to land. And again, I don't think, like I said at the beginning, this whole thing, relationships, being single, it's a part of your life and it's like a journey. Whether it's your friends getting in relationships and you being left out or or your friends getting out of relationships and you having to console them without any context of knowing what they're going through. Like I've been through all of those things and it is like super weird. Um, but I always come back to the fact that like I'm a complete person. My life is complete and, um, and all these things and all these narratives that my mind makes up are just that like they're just narratives that have no ounce of reality in them um and they're like not true until I make them true again to bring back to my favorite quote ever by Eleanor Roosevelt no one can make you feel inferior without your consent and that includes you and so yeah I am crying by the way (laughs) but anyways I hope you liked this episode (laughs) um I I knew I don't know I think I, I started this morning thinking about, um, just that like Cinderella syndrome, Rapunzel syndrome, whatever. And I think all day I've just kind of been holding in, um, just all the frustrations of this journey. Uh, and look like reality is I don't freaking know what my life is going to look like a year from now three five six years from now I don't know um but just like how relationships are a choice I think you make a choice um in the relationship that you have with yourself even as you're waiting for your other relationships to sort themselves out. Um, so no matter like the amount of facts that you have or um, the, the, the experience or lack of experience that you have, um, it's all still choices that you get to make. And I think that's really hard um, to accept. Because as women especially, we grow up all our whole lives looking at other women get rescued, get saved. We're raised by women who a lot of their stories are that, like they just fell into love or, um, or, you know, I don't know. And when it's not like that, um, it's a hard, uh, I don't know, it's just like a hard weight to manage and the hard tension that is just always kind of there um even if there is no pressure to be married or pressure to whatever it's just kind of a part of the reality of being a woman in society alive today um and I think to to live with that again 
like some days you don't really think about it and other days it's like you're really thinking about it <laughs> like today and I think I'm not crying because I'm sad I think I was more crying because I was so frustrated that I could live um I don't know that I could that in my mind I can live in such two different realities so of one that I'm like I can do everything I'm strong I can you know be alone and be happy and on the other end I feel like I need to be rescued and I don't know like I like I, I and and that I feel like I want this uh reality of couple friends and and you know vacations and I don't know and double income no kids like all those like funny things but like uh, you know to have like a partnership um and again I think that is just what I'm living in right now and yeah I know I'm not the only one who's living in that as well and maybe you don't have to you know dedicate a whole day into thinking about it but even just you listening here with me as I process my own very real and very sincere thoughts about this topic um yeah I just I hope that it encourages you that you're not alone and that you have autonomy still to and not autonomy you have agency um to to live your life and to choose to choose it um and to choose the way you think about yourself um and that is always going to be a part of your life despite your relationship status so yeah anyways <laughs> uh i calmed down so we're fine now eyes are dry um but <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and just being along the journey with me um i hope that as you're here in this place that you know that i'm right there with you and um yeah don't forget to subscribe to this podcast it's super happy all the time <laughs> we're having a great time um but subscribe to the podcast new episodes every friday i think we only have like two or three more episodes left this season dare I confirm or unconfirm i think we're on this will be three episodes crazy okay so then three of us is left in season one super exciting um and yeah so definitely subscribe tell your friends about it share it and stuff follow the instagram at you are here pod um i still have made the facebook page yeah i really don't know what to do with facebook but you know who cares we'll just throw it in there i'll let y'all know when facebook is live um and you can follow my personal at danielle siani you can follow derek's too at derek devin he's the producer he slays um he hauls all his equipment in my room and we film these and um yeah leave us a review five stars etc etc and um yeah love you guys have a great friday and week bye Mwah.